This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Cops canceled after 32 seasons. How the protests are prompting major TV shakeups. And will Live PD be next? It gets a little bit hairy because we still have to behave responsibly. Then reality stars fired for racist behavior. I cringe even thinking that I said those things. Saying that I'm racist, it's a whole other level. We're with the woman who was targeted. I didn't think that it would go that far. Plus, where do we go from here? Oprah has some ideas. We find our nation on a true tipping point. Then, The Help, number one on Netflix, but why some of the stars want you to watch something else. You'll thank me one day. E.T. starts now. Hello and welcome. Is this now the end of police-based reality shows? Because Cops, one of the longest-running TV shows, has been canceled in the wake of George Floyd's death. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Cops became a ratings hit and cultural phenomenon in the late 80s and 90s. E.T. was invited behind the scenes. Let me see you up. Part of the concept of the show is to show that we're human beings also and that we have problems like everyone else. Give me your ID. I got plenty of chances to tase you. Its 33rd season was set to premiere next Monday, but the Paramount Network now tells E.T. that's not happening and we don't have any current or future plans for it to return. White people, yellow people, brown people, if everybody's getting arrested, 
You can have cops. It just feels like it's a whole bunch of black people all the time. The knock against cops, that it was always portraying the police as the heroes when camera crews are embedded with police officers, it sometimes affects how the police officers behave. That's been a critique for many years, and I think uh, the network is belatedly acknowledging that critique. Now that Cops has been canceled, the show Live PD is also coming under scrutiny. Live PD premiered in 2016 and is now the number one series on cable in its time slot. A&E pulled episodes in the wake of George Floyd's death, and now a source close to the show tells ET Live PD will not air this weekend while network execs determine next steps and when it will return. This is real life stuff, mm -hmm. serious stuff. Host Dan Abrams tweeted, to all of you asking whether Live PD is coming back, the answer is yes. We are still discussing some specifics, but we are not abandoning you. It gets a little bit hairy because we right. still have to behave responsibly. But now the show is under fire after it was involved in a fatal incident last year. Warning, it's disturbing. Javier Ambler was pursued by Texas deputies for failure to dim his headlights. He avoided sheriffs until he crashed his car. He was tased and held down as he pled for mercy. Put your hands behind your back. Do what you're asking you to The unarmed 40-year-old father who told officers he had a heart condition was tased a total of four times. He didn't recover. No authorities were charged. Live PD did not air or release their footage. It was only after a recent outcry that police released one officer's body cam video on Monday. A&E tells ET neither it nor the producers of Live PD were asked for the footage. And as is our practice, when investigations conclude, we no longer retain unaired footage. The DA has opened a new investigation of the sheriffs. One of the critiques of Live PD is that it oversimplifies the story and only shows you the police officer's point of view. But, you know, at the same time, it shows how dangerous the profession sometimes is. So that's the balancing act that I think a network has to be making right now. These shows can't be improved. Um, there's no other side to this argument. It is irresponsible in at any moment, but especially at this moment in American history, to keep it on the air and continue to foment the type of anger and pain and trauma that so many Americans are feeling right now. And there is more TV fallout amidst the calls for racial equality. Bravo just fired four Vanderpump Rules cast members after recently resurfaced insensitive race comments. The most notable, 31-year-old Stassi Schroeder, one of the show's original and most popular stars. I'm like really sick of everyone making everything about race. I hope you school Stassi's under privilege because this actually takes pride in being ignorant. So you know what? Saying that I'm racist, it's a whole other level of vindictiveness. Why is it always just about African-Americans? Like, why aren't the Asians being like, we're not represented? There's more. A podcast resurfaced of Stasi talking about a 2018 incident involving Faith Stowers. She was the only African-American on Vanderpump Rules that season. We start calling the police. Stasi and fellow cast member Kristen Doty, who was also fired, reported Faith to authorities for a crime she did not commit. I go, Kristen, that is 100% Faith. Kristen sees that she's at a club that's in West Hollywood. Kristen, God bless her, goes, calls the West Hollywood police again. It was racial profile. You knew it wasn't me. This morning, Faith fought back tears. Yeah, I told myself I was not gonna cry again this time. It sounded like a movie. 
um, a really bad movie. What I was uh, happy about was Bravo taking the time to give a voice back to the people and say, we hear you. And that made me feel really, 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 really good because I, I didn't think that it would go that far. Also fired, Vanderpump newcomers Brett Capriani and Max Boyens. The reason? Tweets from Max and Brett's past that are very racially inappropriate and insensitive. I hope you the tweets were discussed on last week's pre-taped reunion special, and it seemed like all had been forgiven. I'm an adult now, and I cringe even thinking that I said those things. It wasn't OK then, it's not OK now. If I fired every one of you that have made mistakes, probably none of you would have a job. This morning, Bravo host Andy Cohen weighed in. I absolutely support Bravo's decision. I think it was the right decision. And Atlanta housewife Nene Leakes responded. Well, alrighty then, now we have a few more questions to ask. Should we talk privately or publicly? Do you think the show should be canceled? Um, no, I think the show is a, is a great, great idea. I just think that maybe they could put people out there that could, you know, um, give a voice to people because there's no people of color on that show. Um, I, th I think it needs to be revamped and it needs to be done right. And there are calls for one more cast member to go. Someone said that I hooked up with Faith. Jax Taylor, who cheated on his girlfriend with Faith on the show, also accused Faith of criminal activity in the past. Should he be fired too? I think he's probably had more um, more terrible things to say than these two young ladies. It seems like he continues to get away with everything he does, and I'm, I'm not sure why. Okay, let's move on to Oprah. After George Floyd's death and the worldwide protests, she's asking now, where do we go from here? I don't recall a moment quite like this one. We find our nation on a true tipping point. Is this the moment that will finally change our country? Oprah brought together several leaders, activists, and Hollywood colleagues, including her Selma family, co-star David Oyelowo, and their director, Ava DuVernay. We did not call the police if there was an issue. We called each other. Calling police is, is the sure way for something to go wrong. I had made the mistake of thinking that things would be different for my son. The knee on the neck is so symbolic. I have spent so much of the last two weeks crying. Their sentiment reflected what each has told E.T. over the years. What do we do to move forward? Well, I think the way to keep the dream alive is to be the change that we want to see. Put others before yourself. Fantastic to see people raising their vo voices in protest. Were you ever called the N-word? I would have to say that racism for me doesn't show itself that way. Nobody in their right mind, unless they're a Twitter thug, is gonna call me the N-word. Nobody in their right mind is gonna do that to my face, because true racism is being able to have power over somebody else. Oprah has been public about two specific incidents where she was targeted for her race. Back in 2005, she was humiliated after being turned away from the Hermes store in Paris. I was not upset about a, a, not getting in to buy a bag. I was upset because one person, one person at the store was so rude. Nearly a decade later in 2013, Winfrey revealed to E.T. another experience while purse shopping in Switzerland. I was in full Oprah Winfrey gear. I go into a store, which shall remain unnamed, and I say to the woman, uh, excuse me, may I, may I see that, 
that uh, bag right above your head? And she says to me, no, it's too expensive. And she said, no, 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 you don't want to see that one. You want to see this one because that one will cost too much. You will not be able to afford that. Now, why does she do that? Part two of Oprah's special airs tonight with more wisdom and hope. Systemic change is where we want to go from here. All right, let's move on to Hollywood's take on black history and the critically acclaimed film that's not sitting well with its cast today. Oh, no hugging, no one. The Help won an Oscar, but why some of the cast calls it problematic when it comes to the discussion of race in this country. So what do you feel about that? Then Josh Gad. He's already reunited the stars of Back to the Future, The Goonies, and Lord of the Rings. So what's next? Are you serious? Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. While many are trying to learn more about the Black Lives Matter movement, it's interesting to note that The Help is now the number one most streamed film on Netflix. But not everyone's happy about it. You are fired, Abilene. You are godless woman. Co-star Bryce Dallas Howard took to Facebook saying the film is not a good choice if the goal is to educate yourself about racial discrimination. Quote, The Help is a fictional story told through the perspective of a white character and was created by predominantly white storytellers. We can all go further. You'll thank me one day. The film, directed by Tate Taylor, was based on the novel by Katherine Stockett, both of whom are white. And just what makes you think colored people need your help? Many on Twitter say the plot feeds into a, quote, white savior cliche. A book like this has never been written before. Because there's a reason. In 2018, Viola Davis told the New York Times she regrets taking the role because, quote, I just felt that at the end of the day that it wasn't the voices of the maids that were heard. And Viola told E.T. she had concerns even before signing on. I came with an attitude. And I was like, you know, well, you got to change A, B, C, and D, and E. So what do you feel about that? <laughs> but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> I said, eat my Because you just did. Octavia Spencer. The film did earn Octavia Spencer an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. I share this with everybody. Thank you, world. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't think there's anything lighthearted about the civil rights movement. If you can have a laugh every other 10 minutes while you watch the struggle, then, you know, I have no problem with it. And with all of that, The Help was also a box office hit, earning more than $200 million. All right, coming up, we've got more movie news with Olaf himself, Josh Gad. Oh, no. The new movie makeover his kids love. They were so tickled by such a hairy daddy and how he's teaching them about the Black Lives Matter movement. She said, I don't understand why anyone would be treated differently based on the color of their skin. Plus, Spike Lee's new movie with a message. I haven't seen this since the 60s. That's giving me hope. That's Frozen star Josh Gad joining a protest for Black Lives Matter following the death of George Floyd. My heart hurts and I'm angry and I'm disturbed and I'm pissed. I'm just pissed. But I'm also very hopeful because 
uh, I'm having a discussion with a nine and a six year old about social justice reform. Mm. That's important. We sat uh, Ava down, my oldest, and and talked to her specifically about George Floyd, and her response really heartened me because mm. she got really angry and she said, "I don't understand why anyone." would be treated differently based on the color of their skin. I really am doing my best to, to educate, to inform. I think there's so much that that all of us have to learn right now. Well, just in your daughter's response, it should also show you that you and your wife are doing a pretty darn good job. So oh, we appreciate that. We've screwed them up in so many other ways. <laughs> right. Josh's quarantine mission to bring joy and make a difference. He launched the YouTube show Reunited Apart, bringing together the cast of movies like Back to the Future, The Goonies, and Lord of the Rings. Seeing the response to uh, to the episode we did with the Lord of the Rings, not only the joy it's brought people, but also to raise $130,000 for no kid hungry at a time when uh, they desperately need it. Who's next, by the way, on Re- Reunited? The Park. Ghostbusters. Are you serious? I'm serious. But- he slimed me. Up next for Josh, he's nearly unrecognizable as a giant dwarf in Artemis Fowl. The fantasy adventure film about a 12-year-old criminal mastermind in search of his father streams Friday on Disney+. Plus. Oh, no. This isn't about the father. This is about the son. Have your kids seen it yet? And what did they think when they saw you? My kids haven't seen the film, but they, I would FaceTime them twice a day uh, from seven. I mean, it just n- never ceased to amaze them. They, they were so tickled by such a hairy daddy. <laughs> Is that what they called you, hairy daddy? Yes, hairy dada. This will all make sense when I am older. So we got Father's Day coming up. What does the perfect Father's Day look like for you? Perfect Father's Day looks like um, the end of 2020. If like, if someone could wrap that up in a bow and just deliver me to December 31st, it'd be an amazing Father's Day gift. Uh, I, I would love it. Well, happy early Father's Day to you, Josh. And also to this man, Oscar-winning director Spike Lee. He's got another masterpiece on his hands with the upcoming Netflix military drama, The Five Bloods. What I thought was a teaching moment in this film was showing how the traumas of our past stay with us to this day. You have a film out that speaks to the times. It's so relevant. I see ghosts. The Vietnam War was televised into American homes. So 67, now 10 years old. Having to undergo heavy, small arms mortar fire. I'm also watching on television the demonstrations here too. Yeah. So I remember this. I remember Dr. King being assassinated. You know, I remember RFK being assassinated. I remember Richard Nixon resigning. You know, I was alive. Spike is helping us understand more about the Black American experience in The Five Bloods. Four African-American vets returned to Vietnam searching for a fallen soldier, played by Chadwick Boseman. While there, they relive the racial inequalities black soldiers faced while fighting for their country. Anybody coming to watch this film, specifically watching these black men, if they can take some or all of those aspects of the film and then apply them to how they walk through the world, I'll be a very happy uh, camper. Being back here, it is not easy. There were two wars that they were fighting. They were fighting the war, and then they were fighting their own 
battles with people that were in their platoon. That brother was the best damn soldier that ever lived. When you know better, you do better. And that's something that we're, um, I think we're, I think we're really offering with this film. The film comes at this moment in time when people are grieving and searching for solutions on how to make life equal for everyone. How's everybody's hearts? How's everybody doing? It goes in waves. It goes in mm -hmm. waves. Right now, this is healing right here. It's okay to cry. It's okay to laugh. What you don't want to do is just hold all of that in. That's probably the problem is that a lot of this has just been held in, let it out, you know, in little steps. Let those emotions out. Do you feel like there's a shift in this country? Only time will tell. We'll take the hope that we're feeling now and let it fuel ourselves into the future. The gap between the have and have nots is, is just has to be closed across the board. Yes. Delroy Lindo will knock your socks off in this film. All right, coming up, the new series showcasing the impact of black culture through the decades. Kev is talking to comedian and host of the show, Chris Spencer. That's next. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was the first sitcom to feature a rapper. Television would never be the same. This hit just at the right time. Shout out to the new series, All the Way Black, streaming right now on BET+. Each episode takes a lighthearted look back at iconic moments in black culture. I had a chance to connect with the host, Chris Benson. What's going to be some of your favorite comedians talking about this? I thought Kevin Frazier was pretty amazing, too. I mean, I... Listen. How funny was it? We shot around the corner from your house. I'm like, you know what would be great at this? <laughs> Pam would fight in like full makeup. And I got my black belt bar stool. Heels, and she would still go to work. And it's not just for us because everybody watched us, black culture. Welcome, gentlemen. Downtown two minutes and already with Jimmy. <laughs> when you come back from protesting tonight, sit back and have a laugh and watch All The Way Black on BET Plus. And also, you and your wife are doing a pretty cool thing on your socials called yeah. Date Night. Tonight we have uh, Richard uh, Lawson and Tina Knowles Lawson. Uh, so whenever you and your wife are ready. We're okay. ready. Wait. Damn it! If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Yeah. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, 
Music Field Weekly Party, where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.